0: It's Tuesday, June 15, 2021.
1: There's so much that they want to do together, from security, NATO, to climate change. It's a breath of fresh air. G7 summit ends with pledges for climate action, few concrete details.
0: It was almost as hot in Montana today as it was in New Mexico.
1: Early season heat wave breaks records, spikes wildfires. Disturbing mystery at Chinese nuclear plant. Plus, like the Keystone XL pipeline, Alaska's pebble mine is truly dead.
0: Good. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. One of the things I, some of my colleagues said to me when I was there was, well, the United States the leadership recognizes there is global warming. Um, and I know that sounds silly, but uh, you know we had a president last who, who uh, basically said it's not a problem, with global warming. Well, it wasn't a problem for him. It is the existential problem facing humanity. You're assuming he was human, sir. This is your green news report. Okay, Desi Doyne, it was the first G7 meeting for our new president. That means things get back to normal. That means not enough happens, but in a friendly way.
1: <laughs> That's actually a pretty good assessment. Thank you. At the G7 meeting over the weekend in England, President Joe Biden repaired relationships with US allies who welcomed the shift from the Trump administration on climate change. The world's seven largest economies, not including China, agreed to some new goals and actions, but it was less than environmental groups hoped for. The leaders agreed to phase out the burning of coal for electricity but did not set a firm date for doing so. They did come Commit to stop international financing for coal projects by the end of this year. Good. Except for projects that use emerging expensive carbon capture and storage technology Mm. to cut their emissions. Okay. G7 leaders pledged to conserve or protect at least 30% of their lands and oceans by 2030. And in a first, all seven nations promised to cut their emissions in half by 2030, the first time that the major industrialized countries that are most responsible for historical emissions. Collectively committed to doing so
0: Cool, now let's see them do it
1: Environmental groups criticized The lack of concrete details And the failure to finally deliver On a pledge to mobilize $100 billion a year For a green climate fund To help developing countries shift to clean energy And adapt to the intensifying Catastrophes caused by climate change That they did not themselves cause Climate scientist Dr. Michael Mann On CNN International Explained why this is critical to to meet Paris Agreement climate goals. The
0: devil is in the details because in order to help you know, de- the developing world leapfrog past the fossil fuel stage, we need to make it easy for them to do that. We need to provide them the resources so that they can meet the needs of their people while not engaging in behavior that continues to damage our environment.
1: In China, as we go to air, U.S. officials are monitoring reports of a potential leak at a Chinese nuclear power plant. On Monday, French nuclear company EDF, which co owns the advanced nuclear plant with the Chinese government, confirmed it had deliberately released gases from the plant in an attempt. To fix, quote, a performance issue. Mm -hmm. CNN reports that previously EDF had warned U.S. officials that the Chinese Nuclear Safety Authority had raised legal limits for allowable radiation releases. U.S. officials reportedly do not think the leak is at a crisis level, but they continue to monitor it closely.
0: Oh, I'm sure it'll be fine.
1: Here in the U.S., 43 million Americans are under an extreme heat advisory in the West. Sizzling temperatures 15 to 30 degrees above normal in some areas are breaking new records and further drying out already desiccated vegetation and soils. Evacuations are underway due to intense wildfires spreading in parts of Utah, California, and Arizona. The city of Phoenix, Arizona, is set to hit 116 degrees Fahrenheit this week. The city has never before reached that temperature this early in the calendar year. I'm
0: sure it'll all be fine.
1: And the hottest months of summer are still to come. And this is all on top of the most widespread drought in 20 years. According to the federal U.S. drought monitor, nearly 30% of the West is in exceptional drought, the highest category. The previous record was just 11%. But some good news in Alaska. The Biden administration has announced it will reinstate the roadless rule for the Tongass National Forest one of the world's largest remaining intact temperate rainforests that the Trump administration had abruptly stripped of protections on its way out the door, trying to allow roads, logging, and other development. Finally, also in Alaska, the massive, controversial, proposed pebble mine above Bristol Bay, fought by Native American tribes and environmental groups for more than a decade because it would decimate the world's most prolific salmon fishery. That mine is truly, finally dead. <laughs> An Alaskan Native Corporation near Bristol Bay has voted to ban development on land that was necessary for a road that would have been required for the Pebble Mine Project.
0: All I'll say is this. Elections matter. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman.
1: And I'm Desi Doyle. And this
0: has been your Green News Report i